Hi friends, happy new year. It is 2023, I can't believe it. And honestly, the day that I'm recording this, it is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. And I had a good holiday season. I took a few weeks off to just regroup, rest, uh, spend time with my kids, you know, get some more things in my new house in order. It was just a really restful, restorative uh, end of December, beginning of January. And I don't know if your holidays felt like that or if they felt busy and overscheduled and like a pumped up uh, version of what you normally experience on a day-to-day -day basis. I feel like a lot of times the holidays can just feel like there's too much when we already have lives that might feel like they're too much. And I've been doing this, oh gosh, probably for the last at least four years where I really just settle in once the busy of the holiday is over, once Christmas day is done and the gifts have all been opened and the dinners have all been eaten and the concerts have all been attended. I really take time in between Christmas and New Year's and sometimes even the week after New Year's, which was the case this year, where I don't schedule much. It's a time to just be, to not get out of our pajamas if we don't want to, to watch movies and eat popcorn and snuggle in on the sofa and just reconnect as a family. It is probably my favorite time of the year because I know that time is coming and I know it's time I've set aside. So I'm telling you all of this because part of what I do in that time is a big overview review of all that I've journaled in the previous 12 months. And I want to talk to you about that here because as I've listened back to a few of the podcast episodes, I talked in depth about how I started journaling and why I journal and what I get out of it on a day-to-day -day basis. But I haven't really talked about the real true reason that it's so, so helpful. Yes, it's a way to get down my thoughts and it's a way to know what I think and it's a way to dream about the future and it's a way to pray and it's a way to feel like my thoughts are no longer swimming around in my head and instead they're on the paper and I can go about my day. But I think what is my favorite thing to do is to get to, I, I try to do it monthly. Sometimes if I've had a really busy, crazy week, I'll do it at the end of a week. But at the end of the year, for sure, I will sit down and it takes time. So I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It takes time. Once you have journals full of words from the previous year for you to go back and read. And I don't skim, I actually read. And some of the things that I find are just cringe-worthy. I wish I wouldn't have written them because I was in such a desperate place where it felt like that day the sky was falling or whatever the circumstance was felt insurmountable. 
But there are also words that I've written that are reminders. Reminders of what I told myself I wanted, whether it was at the beginning of the year or midway through the year. And I'm not talking about goals. I'm talking about those little thoughts that you might write down because you know no one's gonna read your words. And then you promptly forget that you wrote the thing and so you go about your business and then you go back one day and you're like, oh my gosh, I still feel that way. So it's just a way to regroup and look back and see how far you've come. It's a way to, to see with better perspective and more time on this earth under your belt, what gifts were given to you that you may have just passed over in the moment because they happened so quickly. For me, I look back and just initially where I was last year, um, and I haven't you know, really talked about this too much. Uh, I was in the middle of going through a divorce at the beginning of last year, it was final. I was really hoping to buy a house. That wasn't the, the plan that God had for us right off the bat. We had to make a temporary move in transition. And in my journal pages, I wrote, wouldn't it be wonderful if this time next year, I woke up in my cozy bed, in my cozy room, in the house that we own. And I can look out the window and be ever so grateful. And I think what's really precious when I read those words is how earnestly that girl a year ago wanted that very thing. And this year, when I read that, it just touched my heart because I did wake up in my cozy room, in my cozy house with the big windows and the natural light pouring in in the morning. And I'm so grateful. But here's the other thing I wanna say about that. It's fun to see those surprises, to know what you were yearning for or longing for a year ago or six months ago and see how God has taken that request and fulfilled it. But I will also say that there will be requests that haven't yet been fulfilled, that haven't yet come to fruition. And that's okay. All it does when you look back and, and you read something that you wrote weeks or months ago, that's still true, it will hit you in a different way than words that you wrote that were just filler. Things that you said in your journal where you were just filling space, if that makes sense. There are thoughts that I have that aren't relevant to the conversation, but they're written in my journal nonetheless. But it's the little tidbits where I can see the thread woven through the year, how a certain topic or subject came up over and over. And that's when I know that's something to pay attention to. That's something to keep praying about. That's something to keep writing about. Those things matter. I talked before about the idea that your journal is a sacred container for all of your thoughts. And it is. But it's more than that. I feel like 
it's a treasure chest that you can go back to and peer into to see all the gems and wisdom and knowledge and gratefulness that you've collected over the course of a year. I've also mentioned in the past that I do hope that at some point my girls will go through my journals when I'm long gone, of course, just so they can see the life that filled the days more than the tasks, that there's heart and there's desire and there's sadness and there's gratefulness and there's learning and there's hope and it all belongs. So this year, as I look ahead to 2023, I'm filled with hope. I'm not yet done going through my 2022 journals. Apparently I had a lot to say. So there's more written words this last year than probably any other that I've had, which is good, but it's also tedious. So my hope is that I'll get to share a couple of other tidbits as I go along in the next episode or so. And then in a couple of weeks, it's my birthday week. I always feel the extra benefit in the month of January because January 1st, of course, feels like a reset, a restart, a new beginning. But then my birthday happens to fall at the end of the month. And so I get another reset on January 31st. I feel like that's truly my personal new year. And so uh, not next week, but the week after, I'll be sharing what my word is for 2023. And I'll talk to you about how I discovered that word or how it discovered me and how I was never a believer in that concept until a couple of years ago and how impactful it's been on my life. In general, I just want to say, if you're listening, I'm grateful that you're here and I hope to add even more benefit, more instruction, more wisdom, more hope to your life. I'm grateful for you for listening, for taking a chance on this little podcast that I hope to grow this next year. I do have some other things in the works. I'm working on a journaling course that's going to be really easy for you to consume. I'm working on opening my coaching practice and hoping to run some small group coaching as well. And in general, I'm just really excited for the year to come and I hope you are too. So thank you for being here. I look forward to the new year.